Today's episode is brought to you by SoRite. The SoRite is used for muscle lengthening and joint decompression, which enhances physical performance. It also adds range of motion by releasing tension in the muscle, allowing the joint to have more space, increasing mobility and movement. Ladies and gentlemen, the SoRite has literally changed my life. I spent five years in the military, and during that time, I got pretty fucked up. My body was just broken when I got out. The SoRite helped me be able to get back to doing the things that I love. I could hike every day. I could go for runs. I could go for jogs. And I don't have to worry about the pain that comes with it. Check out SoRite. I'll make sure to have a link in the description. I got a discount code. I'll make sure that's in there too. Today's episode is also brought to you by Vixen and Beard. All you guys out there that's trying to get your beard looking nice, getting it lined up, cute, untangled, smelling good for the ladies, check out Vixen and Beard. They're uh, a small company that sells more than just beard products. They have clothing and other things too. They're based out of California in the Galleria Mall at Tyler. Check them out, Vixen and Beard. I'll make sure to have a link in the description as well. Yo, welcome to the next episode of Talk Smack with Mac. I'm, I'm pretty pumped up today. We're going to run some UFC talk, but we're running it back from episode one, baby. Man, I got two of my brothers here today. Well, actually three. I got this dude here. <laughs> but uh, I got the Don Wallace himself in the building. You know, uh, Seaman Wallace jumping on the podcast before deployment. What's up, bro? How you doing? I'm chilling. They got me quarantined in here for the next, what, 14 days. At least you're in Hawaii and you're getting the beautiful sun and all that good shit. And then my other brother, man, Mr. Wise Guy, Jake, this super producer down in Brooklyn. What's up, brother? What's good with it, man? What's good with it? Just over here taking a break from... uh. I was uh, assisting the mix, so I just came in a live room and took a break real quick. Oh, okay. So you say you live in a dream. Yeah, I could, hold up. Let me see. Yeah, look at the studio that you in. It looks like you're living a dream. Yeah, show us that. Oh, my yeah, God. Like... Something like that dream, I guess you could say. Hey, my mood would increase just by walking in that building every day. Oh, shit. That's pretty fire. But, man, today is a big episode because tomorrow is an even bigger day. We got Stipe and DC, the trilogy. None of us fans thought this was gonna happen, man, but it's happening and it's happening tomorrow. How y'all feeling about the card and that big fight in particular? Honestly, man, I, I don't even, I, I didn't have a chance to really like dive into the card as much as I wish I could have just because I've been so busy at the studio. But, um, you know, I'm here for the sugar show and I'm here for the, my hometown guy. So, hey, I can't Every, wait to see St. O'Malley knock somebody else out. Cause I think hey, everybody's fucking with the sugar show, man. Hey, man, how could you not? Like, if you if you don't like Sean O'Malley, you just don't like people that talk shit. That's it. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, I, I like it too. My main thing is that uh, this is probably his hardest fight. Oh no, that's not even probably. It's a fact for sure. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. I mean, he he talking like it's just gonna be any kind of fight, but I think he knows in the back of his head like this isn't just a regular fight. This isn't just you know coming here and uh, knock people out like like he usually do. I think it's gonna be a little bit more of a test for him, but I still think 
I think yeah. Sean O'Malley is for real. I don't think, I think a lot of people keep saying that like he hasn't fought anybody or well, that's this. I mean, like, that's why they say that one more time. Oh, my fault. That's why they need this fight though, because it's going to show, it's going to give him some adversity, but show that he can weather it. This exactly. Is- yeah, exactly. And I think, I think it's, I think it's a good fight for him before he go too, too far uh, forward because I feel like it's better to face some adversity now than to face it whenever you're fighting for something that matters. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but, yeah. but there ain't nobody to sleep on now also because he just fought, what was his, uh, Young Dong Sim? Did I say that right? Young Dong Sim? Yeah, I, I don't think you did, but something you like pronounced that. it better than I would have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I'm going to mess that up, but uh, he just fought him and do really on the rise of everything. And he, I believe he's already up there. And that fight was controversial. So, right. you know, he ain't, just, he ain't just going into a fight where he ain't going to deal with nothing. But but I also think that Mira's not going to put up enough offensive output for it to really be anything. But on defense, he doing the same thing Sugar doing. This is my thing. This is my thing with, with that fight is that the the length difference, that uh, anytime Sean, uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley has – that length distance is like I just feel like it just plays to his advantage way too much I I would be really impressed if a shorter guy comes in and beat this dude do you know the the reach difference between them two I don't I just looked at the um weigh-in just right. looking at you know we're gonna have my Jamie look it up real quick and try to find the reach but with Sean O'Malley the thing that I think is big is that his last fight he was like he was still in uh the prelims right like I think the main card or the main fight for the prelims. Yeah, so, I think so. From the main prelim fight to the the second fight before the headliners. So this is big. <laughs> That's crazy. That's what happens when you knock people out that quick and in that type of fashion. Yeah, and talk shit. Talking shit is the is is it's it the helps. key. Yeah. I don't want to say it's the key because, you know, it's a couple people that don't talk much shit and just get it done. But if you could, if you knock people out and talk shit, it usually works well for your brand. And the hair. Never been finished before. <laughs> Only lost by decision. That's the big thing. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Sean O'Malley, the, the thing about him is that you were mentioning his reach earlier. And if you have that reach advantage on people with that type of knockout power, like, he's not a big dude whatsoever, but it's just some people are born to hit hard. And mm-hmm. Sean O'Malley is definitely one of those guys. Uh, it's going to be interesting. If he wins this fight and he wins this fight before the main main card, it's going to expedite his career a lot faster. So, Michael, oh, yeah. I got a question for you. What do you think happens if he comes in and does what he's done so far? What do you think is next? All right, so right now, what rank is Sean O'Malley? He's 15, yeah? Uh, I think he might be 15 or s- right under that, like 16. All right, so before I say anything, I'm going to let Travis answer it because okay. I know my one of my favorite fighters in the UFC, John Dotson, is the opening fight for the, for the main card uh, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I fuck That's with John Dotson. But Travis says something earlier that was uh, – that was – pretty key john dotson is a couple ranks ahead of sean o'malley if john dotson loses and then sean o'malley comes in and just fucking looks amazing and, and knocks homie out with ease 
I'm thinking there should be no reason why he doesn't go from 15 to the top 10 or even like the top seven. See, he could do that, but once he gets to about eight to, I don't know, Bantamweight has a lot of people, a lot of dogs up there, so it's kind of hard to, he's going to jump, I think, pretty high up in the ranks, but then it's going to even out, because once you start getting to Cody Garbrandt, Cody Garbrandt, Garbrandt. Garbrandt and Sterling and all that, keep going, like, keep going. I don't know. I think so, he's talent, but he needs time. So, I'm good. So, um, Cody, with Cody, um, do you think that fight, we're going to get that fight? The fact that he called him out. If he gets this win and Cody loses, yes. Yeah. So, 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 O'Malley was saying that he felt like him and Cody have to continue to win for them to fight. That's what, that's what he said. Well, because Cody trying to go off, you ain't got enough experience type deal. And the fact that Cody was already a champion, he already, you know, he already did that. So he's basically saying, you're the lesser version of me, minus speed. So that, that's what I think Cody's looking at. He's like, you'll never catch up to me in, a, in a, the way that you have to keep, you have to keep winning. And you got to hope I lose at that point. But Cody's what already, there's already talks that Cody might be going for the championship already. So it can go either way, really. But if Cody lose, then then that match will pass me up. Well, and it could just take the right Twitter altercation between the two of them for them to make the match if they can build it up enough to it us all, you know, how UFC be. Yeah, but Dana, Dana's still going to dictate that. Dana definitely still going to dictate that. But it would be worth to see because uh, overall everybody want to see that and Sugar calling people out. Oh, yeah. Like he's ready. He's going to so. keep that list going until somebody shuts him up. And I can't really see too many people doing it. His striking is too, it's too high class. It looks very high class against the people he's gone against. That's why I'm excited what, for the fight. What's real crazy is we haven't really seen his wrestling. The dude only got like three takedowns in his whole career. <laughs> like we've never really seen his wrestling yet. Who had three? Sugar. Sugar only has three takedowns? He only got like three takedowns in his career, but he's 12 and 0. Yeah, well, I was, I was going to say, I don't know if you guys mentioned this already, but when you have the arsenal firepower like he has and how crisp it is, he doesn't really need to take motherfuckers to the ground. Yeah, but that's that yeah. young experience going against a guy that's been there. So I think that's all the difference. He has all this momentum built around him, but this guy that he's fighting is a guy that's He's, he's all around. He he's solid all around. Yeah. Young, hot shot dude. And I think that's going to make a big difference. Sean O'Malley's going to look for that walk off KO, just something like that. And I mean, if the other guy can just close that distance and stay in his face, if Marlon Barrett could do that, I mean, he could very well beat him. Because we've only seen one dimension of Sean O'Malley. Look, as, 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 many, as many Vera fights as I saw, though, he doesn't have a lot of offensive output. And that's why I think that's gonna O'Malley's gonna push for the action. Other than that, he's he's really just looking for a counter. So that's why I think Bear's not gonna be like, well, I'm gonna come in with a, a solid three piece. He's not gonna do that continuously. So that's where I see it's gonna be O'Malley taking it over, and it's gonna come down to like third round TKO or decision. Yep. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up being a decision, to be honest, but I would like to see him knock him out. All right, uh, Jake, let me let me ask you, man. 
Uh, I know you, you kind of asked me the same question, but if, hypothetically speaking, Sean O'Malley, uh, O'Malley comes in, he wins, whether it's decision uh, in, you know, in dominant fashion, or if he wins with like a knockout, what's next? I mean, I think I, I, I might be trying to remember if that was him that said it. I believe either he said it or maybe Chel Sonnen said it. But, like, I just feel like at that point, he has to get a top 10 guy. No matter what his rank is, regardless, he has to get a top 10 guy. And I feel like we deserve to, if, if he comes, especially if he comes in and knock him out, like, we, do, we deserve to see him fight a top 10 guy just to really see where this dude is really at. And really, you know, I mean, people kind of like talk bad about it, but I mean, look at what Izzy did. Look how yeah. Izzy went up the ranks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and whenever they gave him the chance, he bodied people. Like, people forget what he did to Brunson. But uh, you know. All right. But, so, oh my I bad. Just Go feel ahead. Like, I feel like I feel like he just. I don't know who, but you know, I think give him a top ten guy so we can really see where he at after that. All right, so I don't know if this is too far-fetched, but say Sean O'Malley comes in tomorrow, he gets a knockout, he looks good. Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo, he's, he hasn't been looking as good the last couple of years ever since but, but, like that Connor fight, but is that too much? I mean, I feel like Dana won't do that. You know what I'm saying? I think Dana would probably, like, I don't know. Where's you think where's Dana's? Aldo, you think he, where's Aldo ranked? Six. It's possible. That's a sellable fight. I definitely think it is. That's not an impossible fight. Actually. But he has to get through tomorrow. Oh yeah, he has to get. And that's the thing. Like, uh, I think he will. But um, it's definitely a chance that you know he. There's a chance that, to me, I think if he loses, he loses by decision. I don't think he's going to get submitted, and I don't think he's going to get knocked out. I think it'll be like a decision type of situation. I can see that. Do you think Dana White and the UFC Corporation is protecting Sean O'Malley in a way? Yeah. Not protecting him, but they're definitely pushing him. They're going to they're gonna build they're gonna that talk to shit. for sure. That's like, not Connor, but that's going to that's gonna be there. If he can keep on knocking out people like that... <laughs> And with just the look and how he talks, that's what they want in the UFC. They don't oh, want the Khabib. Yeah. They don't want the quiet guy that just wrestles everyone out. Or Usman. Or Usman. Mm -hmm. They don't work. Even with his shit talking, they still don't want him just because he's not. I mean, I've watched his, his fights, fights are boring. boring. I've watched so many of them. I'm like, not that Kobe Covington fight, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my. Yeah, hey. That was bomb. That, he went to a different bag for that fight. That was great. Yeah, that, that shit was dope. <laughs> he said, fuck this dude. I'm I'm about to beat his ass with my yeah, I want to kill him. That was real beef. Shit. Yeah, yeah man. That's good shit. Well, shit, man. Let's let's dive in deep. Hold up, hold up. Isn't there a big heavyweight fight? Yeah. Like JDS and Swatson something. Some. Is you Junior Santos and somebody? Yeah, 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 yeah. We were we were talking uh, about it. Uh, Rosenstruck. Rosenstruck. Yeah. yeah. I can't pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but but I want to see that. I want to see that solely because for both of them, a single punch can end it. But if we check in stats, it's Del Santos all day. Oh yeah. 
and Frozen Strong has that superpower. But but one punch can change that whole thing. On top of that, he's coming off a loss, a huge loss off of Nagano. So which was his first loss, right? Yeah, which could go either way. It could really go either way for this because he's trying to get back to the top, and then what is it? Uh, JDS hasn't looked good in that last fight. So, because Curtis, well, I believe it was Curtis Blades, outstruck him and everything, too. And mm-hmm. Curtis Blades is known for wrestling, really, as a big man, because yeah. he got, what, top takedowns? So, he not, you know, he's not really trying to throw hands with anybody. So, I'm definitely looking at it as if we're looking at a technical fight or actually going for stats, JDS the whole time. But mm-hmm. if it comes down to a one hitter quitter, you can give him the hell. Now, uh, Rosenstruck, he was the one that knocked out Alistair over here, right? And bust yeah, his lip off. The buzzer beater. So that, yeah, that was at the end of the fight. Yep. So that yep. shows you that even when he's dead tired, he can still finish it. He's yep. still just one little, like, fucking just let me move my arm a little bit and I, I could knock your lip off. I could really, exactly. like, just take this off. <laughs> Imagine what he does in fucking, like, we talk about it all the time against Nganu. That was just, like, a race to the finish. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is, it really was. was, like, pre-planned. And they're like, hey, man, I got shit to do. We're just going to go in here, throw these motherfucking things, and whoever hits, wins. They're Pretty like, right. they, they were both looking at end of round one. <laughs> they were both looking at end of that round one. But is, there like any other said, way to, is there any other way to fight Nganu? Run? Who is it? Like, <laughs> like, like real, real tough. You gotta tire that dude out before anything, so you could actually at least make it look like you affect him. Other than that, Nagano first round, run, fucking run. Well, I was gonna say, man, I feel like if a really good wrestler gets in with Nagano and just gets in close, like I feel like to if close D- that if, distance is so dangerous. It's so dangerous, <laughs> yes. But it, I feel like if DC got in the octagon with Nganu, it'd be a wrap. Yeah. But I think that'd be a fucking wrap. But I, I think that that's like Superman and Kryptonite. That's not really fair. But I want to see if Nganu uh has progressed because I feel like the last guy that did that to him was who Stipe, right? Mm-hmm. Just completely yeah. dominated him, taking him down and kept him down. So we need to see the progress. If if Nganu has made improvements, has uh gotten better shape, one, which he looks like a yeah. fucking god. So I, I'm pretty sure he's in better shape. But also his takedown defense or his defense on his back. Definitely. I think his takedown defense, I think we've seen his takedown defense, but... I don't feel like we've seen enough of him on his back to really, you know what I mean, even know. Yeah. But, shit, we'll see. DC got to get through fucking... DC said that. it's over with. Yeah. yeah. About Regardless, DC end. said win-lose is over. Okay, he well, he is like fucking 44. 41 or something. Or something. Yeah, he's old. He's been yeah, sick. for sure. Yeah, he's, he's like, man, I just want to talk my shit with Joe, I man. Watch the but, but both the... Joe and John, the Jays. I mean, they're gonna probably both be done regardless. Nah, I don't. I don't think it's yeah. over. If DC lose, I don't think it's over because he doesn't want to go out on on bottom like that. So I think he'll do possibly one more fight if they can talk him into it, just so he can win on top. So I think. Fight who? 
If DC wins, I think who? they're talking him into a John Jones heavyweight fight. I don't think so. I don't think he wants the John Jones fight. Because he just... He over that. Yeah. He said, I don't know. Have y'all seen any of the press stuff that DC been doing for the last week and a half? No, I haven't. It's very, like, trying to... How you say, like... Trying to set up his own narrative for his retirement and for his yeah. career. He's been really, like, you could tell, been that really limit. deliberate. And um, really, like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, I, like when he speaks, he's speaking like somebody that already retired. Yeah, oh, I, I get you that. think he's in it mentally? I think he, I mean, the way he's talking, he said, is like, you know, he said, um, you could you could only be the greatest in the world until you're not. And basically, you know, at a, that's going to happen no matter who you are because of age or whatever. And yeah. it seemed like he was just saying that, uh, you know, because of age and stuff like that is just getting too much. And it's, he was also mentioning, like, the other things that he had to occupy his time outside of the UFC career that he looking forward yeah, to true. doing and spending time with his kids and stuff. Um, that's true. And I'm sure after this year, having to be separated from his kids the way he did to train for this fight and everything, I'm sure, like, I don't know. I, like like y'all said, like, you never know. Uh, he actually was answering a question about Dana bringing a Brinks truck to for the John Jones fight. But um, he was like, yo, like, I'm not interested. Yeah. yeah so I, we'll I see. That. Things change for sure. Things change. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, my shit, we, might get, we might get Khabib and um, GSP. So who knows? You know what I'm saying? Anything is possible. Yeah. I, I, so I, I put that on my Instagram. I think he's sensitive, matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but my, my whole thing is his legacy should end on top. And I get this is last chance for it. Because Stipe already said he's not retiring during that press. But as far as it goes, his legacy being it, how it is, do you really want it to end with the L? No, nah, for sure not. Yeah. But, I mean, what else could he do? Well, who who would he fight after that? He don't want to fight mean, for nothing else but a bill. That's what, literally I, what he said. I don't know. Maybe a Derek Lewis, somebody he could try to tire out again. But uh, other than that, I, I, I don't know. That's the thing. We don't want to watch any videos. In the heavyweight division is DC, uh, John Jones, if he's moving up, whatever the fuck he's doing. That's it. Stipe, and uh, uh, I already said it, Nganu. Nah, he already said he's not fighting Nganu at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not fighting yeah I think him. he would be oh. Nganu, but I think, I think he could beat Nganu, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I just I don't see. I really think this is the last one for for DC, no matter how it goes. Yeah. I mean, it's probably because we stuck to the storylines of it. That's why we only picking those certain people. But yeah, pretty much so, I can see this. So the real question is, uh, who y'all think gonna win? Go ahead, Wally. Go ahead, y'all take your pick. As much as I hate to say it, Stephen. <laughs> and, and and I'm only saying that because we know it's gonna go multiple rounds. And the thing is, I think DC's really gonna wrestle this time. He knows he has to, but it comes down to what the eye pokes for the past two ones, two fights. Um, it also comes down to standing up because Stepe's a better striker, but when it gets taken to the ground, Stepe actually has defense, and we know. You know, DC is Mr. Olympic and everything. And once he get on top and he was really over. Mm. But as far as it come down, we look at 
fight number two, which I think DC was winning. Other than that, he got gas. He worked on his, he said he's working on his cardio and everything this time, but it still comes down to Stipe held out the whole time. And when they stood up, Stipe took advantage. So that's that's why I think Stipe might take a decision. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Neither one of the first two fights won the decision. So that's big. That's, that's a big. bold, yeah. All right, Jake, what you think? I mean, you already know what I think. <laughs> I got to go with my hometown guy. <laughs> I'm going with DC. And I, to me, I don't necessarily, everybody keeps saying that um, Miocic is the better striker. But my question is, is he? And with this matchup, is he the better fighter as far as like DC? I mean, like, like he just said, DC was beating, like DC was busting his ass for three rounds. Yeah. Yeah, and he made now now he def and he definitely like DC actually said like he was like I couldn't read like my physically my body couldn't react to what I wanted to do because I was too tired. Yeah. But yeah. so but this is my thing. But he but he also said you only get one chance to make that adjustment with the body shots. That's not gonna be there no more. So yeah, let's sweet, be honest. Man. Let's be honest. Even though DC was tired in that fourth round. You take away the body shots, what Miocic would have had. He still didn't have nothing. I mean, they both on leg kicks, too, so. I mean, I think DC mistake was uh, not taking it to the ground in that round, but, um, you know, he was being hard-headed about it or whatever. He, he wanted he, to prove something. He tends to do that. He does that yeah. a lot of times in his <laughs> career where he's like, man, fuck that shit. I'm beating his ass standing I think, up. You know what I think it is? I honestly think it's the um, whole idea of uh, – we we all know how great DC is, right? But mm. most people don't even care about Daniel Cormier, you know. Or like people, the people only see him as a dude that can't beat John Jones. Like literally, I know a lot of people that dog him and say, "Oh, he always getting beat up." And I'm like, "What?" Cry baby, probably. <laughs> yeah, but um, so I think in those moments he tries to make big moments for his career to just you know to make his name go crazy, but um. I don't know. I still think DC wins this fight. I think DC is more focused. I feel like um, it could obviously go either way. We we all know who Miocic is. Isn't me? Mm. Doesn't Miocic have the um, the record for the longest? Uh, he was the longest uh, standing heavyweight champ or something like that. I think DC took that from him. Like we all know who who these two dudes are, but I still obviously my heart goes with DC because he's from where I'm from. But at the same time. I really feel like he gonna win just based off of the last fight, and he okay. lost that last fight. You know what I'm saying? So based off of that fight, I feel like he's gonna win this. How do you think he's gonna win? What you mean by how? Like what? Like by the, uh, do you think he's gonna knock him out? What you think? I don't think he gonna knock him out, man. I feel like the elbow was just perfect timing, and that shit was crazy, but. <laughs> I don't think he's going to – I think it could go decision and he'll win. Oh, man, you guys keep going decision. The first two fights didn't go to decision, so I'm interested. And they both right. is weird shit. What you, what you think, Trev? Um, I'm going to go DC. Just because, like you were saying, the last fight, he was just – he was dominating. And the, his – just that, that hook on the exit from the clinch was landing every single time. He and, like – there wasn't much adjustment as far as I felt like defensively on Stipe's end. He was just, he got that body mm -hmm. shot and it worked and he went with it. Yep. 
And I mean, mm-hmm. you add the dimension if he if he wrestles him more. I just think he wins. I, I don't know. And it just it just sounds right. It just feels right saying it, you know. So I guess this is the. How do y'all feel about Stipe Miocic? Like, how do y'all? Because I have to like watch it from that perspective. Because I always watch it from DC's perspective. But how do y'all feel Miocic did in the last fight before that fourth round? Like, how do y'all do y'all feel like he was underperforming or he was performing like at his level or you know you know what I mean? Like, oh, like was Miocic not? at his best in them first three rounds. And that's why it looked like that. That's, that's I guess, something to consider, but. He was competitive. I, I think he was, I think he did great. So I look at it like this. This dude is in the octagon with arguably somebody that should be on the Mount Rushmore of UFC, of mm-hmm. MMA. Daniel motherfucking Cormier. Facts. And he went in there, DC was dominating, but he made adjustments. And by making adjustments, he got a knockout. To me, that shows that he was so fucking sharp up here, regardless of what happened in the first three rounds. Yes. He was calculating and just fucking, uh, just double checking everything he was looking for. It was like, I picture a silhouette, right? And you know, on like video games, it gets red when it's, you know, gets gets close to danger. He just found that spot right, right in the right rib, chucking, throwing that left hook, right when it hit, and he he like seen. He, you can see it in his eyes. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> oh, he eyes. was like, oh my god, his body, his body didn't move, but it was like, oh my god, and he was like, boop, hit him again. It didn't even look like he was hitting him hard. I don't know. I just think at this point, though, this is the third time they fought. They There's know not each other. Much adjustments to make, like they know who they are as fighters. Yep. They've trained for years now just to fight each other. Mm-hmm. Basically, <laughs> so it's like at the end of the day, it's just going to be, in my opinion, overall, both fights who was doing better, and I just think it was DC. I'm not going to take anything away from Stipe because that fight and that underdog, the comeback win, I thought that was awesome. That was but amazing. It's again, I I will go back to it every time those. Right hooks out of the clinch from DC are just devastating, and they just had and a right uppercut too. Just right uppercuts in the clinch. He closed the distance, and like so, that's why I don't fully get the striking even to Stipe. He's the better boxer, but as far as stand up, I don't know because that dirty boxing. That's what exactly. Yeah, that's how, and that's how everybody. I think people keep saying that because we know that DC is the better wrestler, but I, I honestly think that. in this matchup, so far from what we've seen, DC had the better hands. Yeah, I just think he had my bad, I just think he had more. It, exactly. It's just a matchup thing. Like, if you go just normal, like, who's the better stand-up? It could be Stipe, but just how, I don't know, which is how it was happening. Every single time he got in there, he got his punches and he got out. Yeah. Yep. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with DC, too. So, yeah, you're the odd man. <laughs> hey, hey you're going to look like the man if you win. Uh, while... Hey, you're going to look cool. And we're, we're just going to be like, yeah, I told you. <laughs> and if, if Steve Bay wins, Wally's going to be like, I fucking told y'all. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> talking all the shit. <laughs> yeah, man. But no, I'm going to go with, uh, with DC because pretty much what you guys said. A lot of people don't understand uh, how DC fights, man, because he's he could be kind of boring to a lot of people because he comes in and he's going to like hand wrestle with people. 
I love that, man. Me too. When Me I too. went back and I watched all of DC's fights on the UFC Fight Pass. Hey, hey, good look on that, by the way. Hey, it's amazing, right? Yeah. So oh, man. Hey, check out the oh, UFC it. Fight Pass, man. It's only like 10 bucks a month. That thing is the shit. They tell UFC you need a sponsorship. To, I know, uh, right? God damn. Pass. I'm talking about them so much. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, Dana White at, bro. Straight up. <laughs> I think DC is one of the coldest clinch fighters in the, in the heavyweight division. The light heavyweight, too. Because when he gets in there and he starts to hand wrestle everybody, mind you, DC is like five foot five. Dude, short. Well, realistically, DC is like five ten. And he's fighting dudes that are like six five. What's Stipe? How's all Stipe? Six five, right? He always has he always has the reach disadvantage. And he's eliminated that weakness in his fight game by mastering the fight in the clinch. Yeah. That's man. That's solid. Hey, so so what you calling in? Uh, so I've been thinking about this too. <laughs> All of you guys said decision. You said decision, right? Yeah, I was thinking. Decision. I think DC is gonna win by ground and pound. Ooh, I okay. consider that because he yes, he sir. did say he's gonna wrestle him. Yes, sir. So I don't know what happened to Wally. His face is gone, but. Oh, somebody calling me? Oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I declined. Oh, he's back, folks. So, I don't know what round, man. I was thinking about that. I think it's going to be the third or fourth round. Maybe the fourth round again. It's going to end in the fourth round. Do you think we're going to still at least get a deep fight, no matter what? Oh, yes. I fight. think these guys, they're, their legacies are on the line. Both guys. And... If DC loses, this is what I wanted to ask you guys. Do you guys all think that DC right now is on the Mount Rushmore? Yes. I do. I do. I do too. People argue, but I do. And, you know, I'm biased. All right, now let me ask you. How many double champions we got? If DC loses, do you think he's on the Mount Rushmore? Yes. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no if he loses, no. I feel like only because Mount, that Mount Rushmore is really, it's tight. That's a tight. Just because yeah. at the and top. And if he at loses, top, no. But that at the top is really close. It's really close at the top. I get, I feel like if he loses, honorable mention Mount Rushmore. How about that? Oh, yeah, for sure. He'll get an honorable mention. Yeah. But he can't, he can't be on that Mount Rushmore yeah. and say, I couldn't beat two guys. Yeah, no, nah, that's yeah. a fact. So Dude, so hey, I wanted to ask you this: how How do you feel about the fact that Daniel Cormier's legacy fight isn't against John Jones? Ain't that crazy as hell? That just solidifies how great he is. That he has mm-hmm. two ultra <laughs> rivalries. That's just crazy. Even though I don't know if the one with John Jones is more of a fan rivalry or an actual rivalry yeah, because he's got dominated. By John I mean, Jones. Yeah, that's, that's the one man he can never beat. But so that's, the that's not fair either because it's like all uh, I'm gonna use a football reference. All the guys in the NFL that played while Tom Brady played, if they didn't win that much, it it's it's not really fair because Tom Brady fucking was going every year and winning every year. 
all the guys in the 2010s in the NBA that played when LeBron's playing. If they didn't win, it's not fair. It's because it was like LeBron won or another team. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah, it's just sometimes Carmelo. Sorry, bro. You just you fucked up being born when you were born, man. man. (laughs) So that that's how I look at at DC and John Jones, bro. John Jones is just a different person. Yeah, I think I think honestly. John Jones' body gives him the advantage every time. Not even talking about his skills, and his skills is so elite that I feel like I feel like if DC had a different body frame, that fight would be different. But that's just not what it is, you know what I mean? Small and <laughs> DC is like Patrick from SpongeBob yeah. in the Octagon, John bro. Jones is literally like Big Brothers, and it sucks. He's just like, hey, I'm a, I'm gonna let y'all go. I gotta, I, I keep getting this phone call. All right, bro. I appreciate you hopping on the pod, man. We're going to sum it up anyways. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate y'all. I have it. Bye, well. Yeah, but it's going to be fun, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm da- I made sure to put an extra hours in the studio the last couple of days, so I'm off tomorrow. Man, I'm trying to talk him into going into work late just so he could finish the fights. Because please explain to this dude that this isn't just the UFC card. This is the last fights for one of the greatest fighters ever and a legacy fight. And bigger than that, like, when do you actually really get to get a real quality trilogy where one person got knocked out? The other person got knocked out on some movie shit. Dude came back in the fourth round, knocked dude out. And then you get the trilogy fight for the last fight of one of their careers. Like, bro, this is literally some script. This is like from a script. Like, yeah, Sylvester Stallone wrote this. This is history, bro. Like, I'm yes. be in the bathroom somewhere, <laughs> streaming. I'm gonna find a yeah. way. Yeah, like, there's nothing, no way I'm missing I'm this fight, man. Yeah, I no. I watched like the Sean O'Malley fight, but this fight, I'm not about to miss that one. Man. It's, it's yeah, no, this is this is big, man. I'm very excited for this. You know, and this fight you know came big out of nowhere. You know how big it is? We were just talking about this fight for the last few minutes. I forgot Sean O'Malley was fighting. And you seen how excited I was. For yeah. <laughs> and Sean O'Malley may not be big to some people, but he's big to us, UFC and MMA geeks. Right. <laughs> as soon as DC and Stipe came up, it's like, oh, yeah, he fights too. <laughs> Why do you think they support that card? Everybody's going to go there to watch that and then feed Sean O'Malley a knockout. Make it boost him even more. Boost him. Oh, that's actually pretty yeah, smart. I didn't even think about it like that. Excellent promoting. Good point, yeah. man. Well, man, I appreciate you hopping on the pod again, bro. It's uh, every time, uh, the first time that we hopped on, people were like, bro, that dude Jacob was killing shit. You're <laughs> born to be on Talk Smack with Mac and anything else that you're doing online, bro. You just, you got it like that. But, but, man, yeah, next, man. next time, whenever, for the Izzy fight, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna have the whole card. I'm a, I'm gonna go through the whole card, watch all the fights. I'm gonna have a lot more. I just been so busy because the studio just starting to get back running again. I so. feel you, man. I the man. podcast been taking my time up for okay <laughs> all day every day. So. I, already, I already know it. Yeah, man. But no, for sure, we'll get a we'll get some brews or something, kick back, and we'll get a long episode going for the but, Izzy for the Izzy card. I'm with it. All right, bro. Well, everybody, that sums it up for another episode of Talk Smack with Mac. I really appreciate you guys listening uh, and giving me the opportunity to shine, man. I feel like my opinion is valid and some of you guys fuck with it. So I appreciate it. Peace.
All right, man.